good morning, it's Friday morning and welcome to Kings at Home Daily from me, Golf. I am so glad you could join us and if you've been with us all week, well done. We've really covered some uh, uh, beautiful things, some really important things about uh, what it means to be a follower of Jesus, living out this new life that, uh, that we have in Christ. Uh, sharing in his resurrection life. It's radical being a Christian. It's radical. And uh, as I say, we've been looking at some, uh, we've been chewing strong meat this week as we've been coming to these devotions. So we're in the book of Colossians and we are at verse 13 and we're going to pray before we see what the Lord has for us today. Lord Jesus, it's a, it's a stunning thought that we are being made more like you, that this is your plan for us to change from glory into glory, that we sing that song, don't we? And sometimes we really don't feel like that, but we thank you that you are at work in our lives. Thank you that he who is at work in us is greater than he who is in the world. And Lord, we know that the pressures around us are pretty big, but thank you that the power within us is even greater. So help us this morning, speak to us, Encourage our hearts as we start a new day. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, um, as I say, we've had the magnificent truth of what it means to be a Christian. We've been raised with Christ. We've got a place in heaven. We've got a future in heaven. But um, there's some very practical outworkings of this radical new life in the way we live from day to day. Uh, being a Christian is not just an insurance policy for when we die. It's a powerful presence while we live and that's what these passages are all about and early in the week Paul was saying you know don't do all this stuff you used to immorality and greed and anger, all the stuff that is so evident in the world around us put off the old stuff take it off. when you became a Christian you took that off going down in baptism and you put on the new one the new life in Christ um, and uh, so there's a lot of negative stuff early in the week. Now we've got the, 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 the beauty, the positive stuff that the, 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 the Holy Spirit wants to bring through in our lives. Yesterday we had those lovely words, clothing ourselves with compassion and kindness, humility, gentleness. What's not to like, to love there? That's what the Holy Spirit wants to bring through you and me, um, bringing the presence of the Lord Jesus wherever we go. So there we go. Kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. Oh, this is... This is beautiful, Lord. Um, build your church. Be at work in our lives together. And now we're going on. Verse 13. Bear with each other. We need to do that. Hey, do you know what? People need to bear with me. We talk about, bear with me, bear with me. We say that, don't we? You know, bear with me, bear with us. Quick, it's easy to jump to conclusions, isn't it? It's easy to... to, 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 to yeah, it is easy to jump to conclusions. What you know, um, perhaps you feel a bit offended. Uh, and, and what he's saying, bear with one another. What does that mean? I think it means believing the best. That you don't jump to a conclusion that that someone is, you know, um, being unkind or unhelpful. Bear with one another. Give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they didn't mean that. Maybe that's not. Maybe it just came out wrong. Bear with one another. We don't want to be quick to, well, I'm not, you know, we don't want to be indignant and, and so, you know what I mean. This is an outworking of kindness and gentleness and patience, isn't it? Bearing with 
each other in and that, you know not just in church family in your home in family in your in in your neighborhood it's, it's, these are the attitudes that want to be coming through in our lives bear with each other extend grace to each other think the best of each other it's important in your home relationships in your marriage in your family life bear with each other oh there's a big one coming up now oh my word and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone forgive them you carrying any grievances Perhaps we need to ask the Holy Spirit, Lord, show me, am I carrying a grievance? Maybe it's possible to carry them for years. Some people do, don't they? Carry a grievance. They really hurt me years ago. And Holy Spirit, if that's true of us this morning, please put your finger. Put your finger on it. Show us where we need to put something right. Bear with each other. And forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. And maybe you were in the right. Maybe they were in the wrong. Doesn't make any difference. We're to forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Oh Lord, please give us sensitive hearts. Are you ready for the next line? Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Oh my. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. Do you remember how he forgave you? We were looking at it last, was it, I don't know, a week or so ago. Verse 13. He forgave us all our sins. Chapter 2, verse 13. 13. He forgave us all our sins, having cancelled the charge, torn it up, thrown it away, burnt it, no record of it anymore. <laughs> That's how he forgave you. He took it away, nailing it to the cross. Cost him. It might cost you to extend forgiveness. It might cost you to deal with a grievance that you have against someone but that's what that's what the Lord's asking for that's what he wants his his followers his church family to be like it's beautiful and he's he gives us the resources to do that his grace is sufficient for us and, and you know it's right don't you I'm reading these words you know it's it's beautiful but it, is, it can be challenging. Forgive. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. <laughs> oh, Lord, give us a bigger, under, bigger uh, vision of how you've forgiven us that will inspire us to forgive and let go of grievances. And over all these virtues, above all of these things, put on love which binds them together in perfect unity uh, you know I think he's still thinking of 
putting on this dress. Of course, Paul uses the illustration of the um, uh, the soldier in Ephesians, doesn't he? He's putting on the armor of God, putting it on, and then he speaks about the belt of truth. And I, I think that's what he's talking about here. The the last thing about love. Over all these virtues, we've been we've been putting on compassion and kind. Clothe yourself with compassion and kindness, and uh, yes, some humility, Lord. Lord, give me gentleness today and patience. Help me to bear and 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 and, and forgive. And uh, and over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together. The belt, it's like a belt, isn't it? Put on love. Love covers a multitude of sins. That's an interesting verse. I often use that verse because I think in, you know, when I'm counselling people, um, when you, you know, when things are, when you're at odds with someone and you don't, you know, is it there for my, love covers a multitude of sins. When you love someone, it, it can just, when you put, when you extend love, the love of the Lord, the love uh, that he has for us, as we extend love to one another, as dear, dear brothers. Have you noticed how Paul calls people so often in scripture, dearly beloved? And it's not just rhetoric, beloved, loved, dearly beloved. This is the, the language of the, of, of the New Testament. This is the language of, of, of the Christian church. Beloved, you know, at least, of course, Paul somewhere talks about greet one another with a holy kiss. Well, we're not, we're English, <laughs> if you catch my joke, and, and COVID, of course. But, but you know, that's, that's why we embrace and, and we, because we're, we, we love one another. And so he says here, over all these virtues, all these other wonderful, wonderful attributes of compassion and kindness and gentleness and patience, put on love binds it all together in perfect unity and it doesn't just hold us together in unity it holds the church family our relationships in unity beautiful isn't it i've overrun oh lord i do pray that you'll build your church among us i do pray you'll do something beautiful among us as church family coming out of covid lord i, I pray strengthen our friendship strengthen our love for one another Lord, I pray, give us that, that, that those lovely words of kindness, humility, grace, and all the rest. Give us, give us, give us a heart for one another. And Lord, I pray that we would express your love for us towards one another as church family in these days. So go with us today, Lord. I pray wherever we're going, I pray, go with us. May we walk well. May we bring the presence of the Lord wherever we go. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless. Thank you for sticking with us. I hope it's been helpful this week. Um, may see you Sunday. Otherwise, next Monday. God bless. See you soon.